Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast. This is a special bonus episode today because it's a very special day here in the United States. Today is Equal Pay Day. It is my least favorite so-called holiday that symbolizes how far into 2021 the average American woman had to work to earn what the average full-time American working man did in 2020. So we've been working almost an entire quarter into this year to earn what the average dude took home last year. It's a really creative, if not depressing, way of representing the modern gender wage gap, which is 82 cents. That's how much women, on average, in the U.S. who work full-time year-round are paid for every dollar paid to men. The numbers, unfortunately, get even more depressing when you break things down by race. The average Asian-American Pacific Islander woman's equal pay day is actually March 9th, a little earlier, representing the 85 cents on the dollar that AAPI women earn in the U.S. But just to be clear, that group is extremely diverse in and of itself. So if you take a closer look at, let's say, Cambodian-American women or Filipino-American women versus Japanese or Chinese-American women, the wage gap and the numbers are really disparate, so highly variable within that one racial subgroup. Um, so it looks good in that it looks like Asian American and Pacific Islander women are doing a little better than the average woman, but not all of them. Now, when you look at black women's equal pay day, that's not until August 3rd. That is a long ways away from right now, showing you just how much further behind we are when it comes to compensating black women for their equal work compared to the average woman. Uh, that pay gap or that wage gap is 63 cents on the dollar. So black women earn 63 cents on the dollar for what a the average American man brought home last year. Native American women's equal pay day isn't until September 8th, representing their 60 cents on the dollar wage gap. And Latino women's equal pay day isn't until October 21st. That's almost a whole year representing their 55 cents on the dollar wage gap. Damn, those numbers are bad. We have a lot of work to do. And frankly, this pandemic has impacted women so much more uh, terribly. And, and our earnings have taken a hit uh, that we're, you know, we're not even sure of what the full ramifications of this challenging, terrible economic time, not to mention terrible public health period of time has been in the lasting, seemingly intractable closure of this really big, massive problem. So it's a multifaceted problem. It is certainly complex. I highly recommend checking out equalpaytoday.org 
for lots more details, or I always love the great reporting being done over at AAUW, the American Association of University Women, or CAP, the Center for American Progress. But today I want to stay focused here on what we can do. What can we do to raise awareness and help hurry the closure of the gender wage gap? Here are three things you can do starting right now. First, advocate for pay transparency. One way that the wage gap is perpetuated is when employers refuse to be transparent about salary, instead putting pressure on job candidates to name their own salary history or salary expectations themselves. Now, fortunately, this is becoming more and more illegal in many cities and states here in Colorado. The Equal Pay Act just went into effect January 1st, requiring all employers here with one or more employees to list salary and or hourly pay ranges on every single job description or risk being fined themselves. It's an awesome law. There's a lot more to it than just that, but it does a lot to perpetuate wage transparency, pay transparency to help curb the gender wage gap. Now, it's my hope we'll start to see some federal legislation come out and be put forth to offer similar requirements nationwide, but I I haven't seen it yet. So if I'm missing something, someone please call me out or (laughs) loop me in because I am so here for that. In the meantime, we can at the very least leverage our people power to hold companies accountable in the court of public opinion. So when you see a company list a job description without a pay range listed, call them out. Comment on their recruiting post on LinkedIn or Facebook. Make sure that they know that by not being transparent about pay, they're disproportionately negatively impacting women and people of color who are the most likely to be underpaid as a result of a lack of pay transparency. Now, if a friend asks you, hey, would you share this job description or pass it on to anyone who you think might be interested to essentially help their company with their recruiting efforts, double check first to make sure pay is listed. If it's not, refuse to spread the word unless they add it. That's our policy in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook, and it should really be a commonplace gut check for all of us before we help any organization spread the word about an open position. And finally, do your part to stand your ground when an employer asks you the dreaded mid-interview salary expectations question. Refuse to answer it. I know this sounds awfully difficult because you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be seen as being difficult, but it's a total power play, actually, and it can absolutely be done with grace. Learn more about how to avoid the salary interview question in my recent episode of the Boss Up Podcast, episode 195, How to Avoid the Salary Question in the Interview. It really walks you through a step-by-step process that absolutely works. Now, Step two here for ways that we can start to hurry the closure of the gender wage gap is to ask for more and negotiate like a boss ourselves. You know, we really shouldn't be putting the burden on women and people of color to solve the problem of pay inequality ourselves, but serving as your own best advocate while we wait for more systemic solutions, can certainly be a productive step forward. If not for all of us, at least for you. And, and, you know, one woman's victory is all of our victory as long as we lift as we climb. And 
and really live up to that original motto from 1896 of America's first black women's clubs. So where do you learn more about that? Y'all know by now, hopefully, that we have a comprehensive step-by-step negotiation guide at bossstep.org slash negotiation, which is a incredible resource for navigating your next salary negotiation because it breaks everything down into key component parts. One, know your market worth. Then get your money mindset right, basically how to grow your courage, because I know this can be stressful and nerve-wracking and just sweat-inducing of a conversation. Then three, how to start the negotiation conversation, whether you're negotiating a new job offer or a raise with your current employer. Prepare your counteroffer and then deliver your counteroffer with clarity and confidence, which, by the way, is different than preparing your, your arguments, right? How you deliver those arguments matters just as much. And then the final section is all about handling common pitfalls with grace. Things go awry, but these conversations can be recovered. So you can download this entire step-by-step detailed guide for free at bossedup.org slash negotiation. Go use it. Share it. Go get yourself a raise. Increase that starting salary. And then you better come back and tweet at me or Instagram DM me or post on on the Courage community to tell me about your wins because your wins are our wins as a community and we love hearing about them. Now, if you prefer listening and really learning through listening, I mean, you're listening to this podcast right now, so it's not an unreasonable assumption. You might want to check out my recent podcast episode called Step-by-Step Negotiation Prep. This was actually back on episode 146 where I essentially walk a client through an actual salary negotiation preparation process in real time. So check that out for more. My final and third recommendation for taking action to close the gender wage gap is to enlist men's allyship. Remember, the gender pay gap is not a problem that women alone can solve, nor should we have to. We must enlist the support of male allies every step of the way. And here's a few key ways to do so. First, ask the men you work with to just level with you about salary. That act of allyship helped a friend of mine make sure she was getting compensated equitably when she had actually been lowballed. She learned she was underpaid and had been lowballed and was offered a raise at a lower rate than her male colleague was. You can listen to that whole story in episode 151 of the podcast. You can also seek out male mentors and ask for their support and guidance when it comes to navigating salary negotiation and pay expectations. Diversity of thought in our mentor circles and sponsors means that we're less likely to fall into an echo chamber where everyone's salary expectations are similarly depressed. If you just talk to women about salary expectations, there's a very real risk that every woman you talk to is going to have lower expectations. for salary than the men you might talk to. And then finally, we got to seek out sponsors of really any gender who will help advocate for your pay too. Do you need someone to help make your case? Do you need someone to go to the mat for your promotion or raise? Do not be shy about asking for the support you need. Just be sure to equip them with a persuasive argument they can share on your behalf. One of my Level Up Leadership Accelerator clients just returned from maternity leave, 
after setting up her boss to negotiate for a raise and promotion on her behalf while she was out of office becoming a mother. Before she left, she had a review and left him with a detailed proposal, making her case for more responsibility, more pay, and all of that included key details on her performance and impact over the last few years, a really persuasive argument. Just a few days back into the office, having had some really precious time away to give birth and bond with her newborn, my client just wrote me an email to share the news. Here's what she wrote. I started back at work mid-last week, and on my second day back, I received a promotion and a 20% raise. Exactly what we had asked for. Thank you again for everything. I just love that story so much. It reminds me that... We can do this, but we don't have to do it alone. So this Equal Pay Day, let's all come together to do our part to close the gender wage gap. Whether you start negotiating your own salary or making your voice heard with lawmakers, hiring managers, and decision makers at your company, do something today to make sure everyone knows the importance of closing the gender wage gap. If you found today's podcast helpful, this bonus episode, if you enjoyed it, Go ahead and share this with the folks in your world who need to hear this message. That's a great way to raise awareness as we move forward. If you've got negotiation questions or any thoughts or additions that I missed, don't hesitate to give me a call. Leave me a voicemail via the Bossed Up hotline at 910-668-BOSS or 2677. Lots of resources for negotiation on the Bossed Up website at bossedup.org as well. Until next time, let's keep bossing in pursuit of our purpose and together let's lift as we climb.